welcome to Outside the Box, trying to mess with your mind. Today's topic is nothing poor about them. I don't read the Bible much and don't get, give much credence to it in its literal, literal form. That's especially the case with Matthew 26.11, which says, quote, The poor you will always have with you, end quote. Anyone who believes that might say, well, if we can't get rid of poverty, why spend time trying to end it? So a lot of people accept poverty as a given, and some try to alleviate the worst parts, but do nothing to end it. And if it is inevitable for them, that may be good enough. But there's another way to see poverty. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it's, quote, the state of one who lacks a usual or socially acceptable amount of money or material possessions, end quote. This is a different way to think of poverty. It's not a mental or psychological condition. It's just not having enough cash to afford basic needs, a place to live, enough food, clothing, and maybe getting some health care and education. When we think of it that way, in strictly financial and material terms, ending it doesn't sound impossible, does it? There's practically no poverty in some European countries now, especially Scandinavia, Sweden, Norway, Denmark, and Iceland. There, poverty is much lower, and sometimes it has essentially been eliminated. That's because those countries have made it a priority to guarantee those basic needs or economic human rights to every resident. There's another approach, a pilot project in Kenya, Uganda, and Rwanda by the organization Give Directly. The group, quote, helps families living in extreme poverty by making unconditional cash transfers to them via mobile phone, end quote. Money with no strings attached. Woo-wee! Like $1,000 a year, which doubles the annual incomes for recipients in those three countries. They use it to start a business, fix their house, educate their children, or for other long-term benefits. The money is used wisely. Nothing is wasted. But in the U.S., we're still stuck on picking and choosing those who deserve payments versus those who do not. We're willing to give an eensy-teensy-weensy bit of money, but not enough to live on, for the chosen few, for a short amount of time. We make people fill out forms, lots and lots of forms, give personal information to strangers, and jump through hoops, hula or otherwise. We call it welfare, a term that shames everyone who participates in that system, even though it's not their fault that they don't have enough money. It's a one-on-one -on -one system that might help a few individuals, but doesn't address the real cause of poverty, not enough money. Welfare can be a jobs program for welfare workers. They get paid adequately for ensuring that others get even less or nothing at all. The wealthy like it too. It keeps those with low incomes humble 
and not willing to revolt because they might lose their meager benefits. Why can't we end poverty here in the U.S.? We can, if we think of it as people simply not having enough money for their basic needs. We can, if we establish a universal basic income, or UBI, for every resident under the maxim of economic human rights for all. I'll talk more about it in another Outside the Box. Do you think poverty is inevitable? If not, how do you think we could end it? I'm Larry Danzinger. Convince that poverty can be ended through economic human rights and a universal basic income.